I need to talk about MS. No one understands what I'm going through. I have questions and want to connect with someone that's been there. If you have ever felt this way, living with MS or being a caregiver, you are not alone. This is MS, a podcast about one of the world's most misunderstood diseases. I'm your host, Andrea. I was diagnosed with MS when I was 31 years old. In this episode, I want you to meet someone who can help us feel less alone. She's a peer support mentor and offers a listening ear to anyone who needs care around MS. This is Shannon's story. 20-year-old Shannon has been involved with the MS Society of Canada since childhood. So my parents joked that I've been connected to the MS Society my whole life. They were like, oh, we can give you some pictures of you volunteering at the Carnation Campaign when you were a baby because they volunteered for the society when I was really, really little. Shannon's father has MS. He was diagnosed in 1994. Her dad has primary progressive MS. This type of MS is defined by a slow accumulation of disability without defined relapses. It's the most aggressive form of multiple sclerosis. She's watched firsthand as her dad battles the disease. As I got older, he had actually a lot of mobility issues. He was um, using a wheelchair full-time by the time I was six. We moved houses so we didn't have scares in it or anything. Um, He's actually in long-term care now. Growing up, this is what life was like for Shannon, having a parent with a very progressive type of MS. You know, my dad has shown strength to me every day of my life. I watched him go to work at a job he was endlessly passionate about, and he came home incredibly tired every day because of his MS, but he did it every day. And he volunteered in the community and was a part of a curling club, and those people all still talk to him and visit him and I watched him live um, a very full life while dealing with MS in in a way that I don't think anybody really understood how much he had on his shoulders. Her dad is currently living in a long-term care facility. His MS advanced to the point of needing more care than could be provided at home. Most recently, eating has become difficult for him. According to the MS Society of Canada, Dysphagia is a symptom of MS, commonly causing mild choking. The way it affects patients varies, but it is often the result of a delay in triggering the swallow response, causing difficulty with liquid or foods. Multiple sclerosis has been part of Shannon's life since she was a child, but as she grew up, she wanted to learn more about the disease. She studied neuroscience in university to try to give herself a better understanding of MS. She was a volunteer at her local MS walk. Then, in the fall of 2019, Shannon noticed a post on the MS Society of Canada's Instagram page asking for volunteers for their one-to-one peer support program. She knew that this was the perfect opportunity to connect with people her own age to talk about the struggles in having a parent with MS. And I saw a call for volunteers for the peer support program and instantly thought that was a really good chance to get involved. So many people my own age were affected, and there was actually a lot I could be doing to help them. The one-to-one peer support program is for individuals living with MS, for caregivers, and loved ones of people with MS. It's an opportunity to speak to someone who understands and has experience with the illness. To begin as a volunteer, Shannon signed up online using the application form. 
she did a 30-minute phone interview and underwent a reference check and a criminal background check. Once selected to join the program, she completed an online training course. The whole process took about six weeks. Becoming a peer support mentor is a six-month commitment between you and your peer. All of the meetings are virtual, which is something Shannon enjoyed because it was convenient and simple to connect with people. She makes all of her calls from home. There's also no time restrictions other than what you arrange between yourself and your peer. It's a program that runs either over the phone, uh, email, Skype. It's totally remote, which is really nice right now since in-person is not too uh, accessible. Many of the topics during exchanges, Shannon found she could relate to and understand because she's been through the same thing with her dad. After he retired, he had a few really bad health scares that were near fatal. That was really difficult. Those are what led to him being in long-term care. There was a time she thought she might lose him. He got really, really sick. We thought we were going to lose him a few times. It was It's a lot to go through, I think, when you say what you think are your final goodbyes to your dad before you've even turned 18, right? It's it's a lot to go through, but he lived through that. He fought through a lot. He's an example of strength and perseverance. In certain situations, additional counseling may be required. Shannon is not a professional and simply there to offer a listening ear. If you need someone to vent to, I'm there to vent to. And if you need some helpful advice from someone who might have been in the same situation, I'm there. Getting things off your chest is healthy, but you have to be careful not to let it spiral into negativity. Yeah, that's, there's, that's definitely a challenge. When talking about MS and the various struggles with the disease, at times it can be challenging to stay positive. Talking to someone with a shared experience can help. I've never left a conversation feeling negative or down. I've always left feeling like we both got something really productive out of it. Shannon has been a mentor in the one-to-one peer support program for over a year now. The first person she was a mentor to was so relieved to find someone to whom she could relate to. You know, the first person I was matched with and was mentoring, one of the first things she said to me was, It's so nice to finally have someone who understands my struggles. I've never had that before. The two supported each other through putting a family member into long-term care. Being in long-term care is also something my peer and I were talking about a lot because her mother had just gone into long-term care and she needed someone to talk to about that because Mm. I think the decision to put a parent into long-term care is something that's really difficult, but something that has to happen with MS, unfortunately, because of mobility issues. Living at home becomes too difficult at a point. Most young people don't have to think about that type of thing. And what it's like to move your mom or dad into a long-term care home. It's not something your average 20-year-old has to deal with or even think about until much later in life. Shanna's dad, who is 61 years old, has found his surroundings to be lonely and isolating. She has discussed with multiple peers how to help a parent feel less alone in their situation. Something my peers and I talk about quite a bit is how to um, talk to a parent in long-term care and make them feel fulfilled in their life while being in long-term care. And I think the biggest thing is, you know, visiting and the phone becomes your best friend and engaging with that parent as much as you can. This year with the COVID-19 pandemic, we have to stay physically distanced from one another. 
We can all relate to how Zoom, Skype, and FaceTime became invaluable resources to stay connected with loved ones. Since her dad moved into long-term care, Shannon and her father have become closer than ever. We weren't, we weren't close for a long time, but in long-term care, I think you don't really have a lot to do all day besides think. <laughs> and so he spends all of his time thinking about his family and the people that are important to him through a lot of really, really hard moments. We had a lot of those conversations and it's brought us so much closer, which I'm forever, forever thankful for. He's really taken this second chance and now we do have those conversations. At the same time as she can have open conversations with him, there are certain things she does not discuss, like how hard it can be at times. According to the MS Society of Canada, caregiving can be not only physically, but emotionally demanding. Sometimes you don't realize how much you're holding on to until you have someone else who understands and you start to let go of it, especially as maybe the caregiver or a loved one. You you put so much into caring for someone else. The attention is not on you when you're focused so much on the struggles of someone else. And you forget sometimes that you are struggling too. And so the peer support program is a way for you to talk about your struggles without, you know, going to, like, I would not have wanted to go to my dad who has MS and vented about my own struggles, which seem a little trivial in light of what he's going through. But having a peer support mentor is an appropriate place for me to do that. The MS Society provides a range of resources and support for caregivers. I'll put a link in the show notes. At 20, Shannon is wise beyond her years. He and my dad go through things because of MS that I would never wish on another person. I've seen him struggle a lot. Her dad's MS journey has taught her how to be a good listener and empathetic towards others. These traits are a core part of who she is today. I learned a lot about how to listen and how to understand other people from my dad and what he had gone through. And I think very early I learned to understand what was important in life and what wasn't. Didn't focus on trivial things because I saw so early my dad struggling with literally life or death. It made me understand life in a much more deep way. Watching someone so close to you struggle with life or death can have a profound impact on you. Her dad's fight has shown her what's important in life. See someone in my life who quite literally only spends time focusing on what's important. And so when I struggle with things that are trivial, I think about him and I understand what really I should not waste my time on and what I need to let go of. This summer, Shannon got a full-time job working at the same long-term care home where her dad lives. The opportunity came about because of the COVID-19 pandemic. Supposed to be doing research at the university this summer, but lost that job. So I contacted the home to see, and they pretty quickly offered me a job there, which was really exciting. Her dad is so proud of his daughter. He tells everyone who works there about Shannon. Not a day goes by where I'm not stopped to be told that I have the most proud father in the world. She is just as proud of him. I've watched him take 
a second chance at life and spend it so focused on just loving people around him, no matter how cruel the universe is to him some days. And I don't, I don't think there's a better lesson that a father could teach. Moving forward, Shannon will return to university this fall, where she studies biology. She plans to attend medical school to become a doctor. In fact, she has a specific practice in mind because of her dad's love for the great outdoors. It's because my dad was always a really avid outdoorsman. He loved being outdoors. His life revolved around being in a canoe or out in the bush in the middle of nowhere. Upon diagnosis of MS, he lost the ability to do that and had to move to the city. And I know he would not be here if he didn't require medical care here. So I would like to work as a doctor somewhere rural so that other people don't have to all move to the city just to get medical care. I'm positive she will make that dream come true. I'd like to thank my guest, Shannon, for being so open about her dad's journey with MS. Today he's in long-term care, and I know that's unfulfilling for him in a lot of ways, but he lived every day for his family and friends, and the highlights of his days are visits and calls from the people he loved, and he really is allowed to watch us succeed. If this is the first time you've listened to This Is MS, please go back and take the time to check out the other stories I've shared. Do me a favor, tell your friends about This Is MS. I would love it if you gave our show a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. This Is MS is written and produced by me. Audio editing and sound design is by Rob Johnston. If you have a question about one of the episodes, you can contact me on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram at Team Dunner. This Is MS created with support from the MS Society of Canada. A proud presentation of the Curious Cast Podcast Network. Thanks again for listening. Until next time. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.